Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your host, Tim, Mikey, and the two Chris's, but we are Timless tonight. So it is Mikey and the two Chris's. I'm hosting tonight. This is Chris with a K. So we will just kind of jump into things and start uh, chatting away and see what we can come up with for this uh, episode that we are going to uh, kind of turn out for you in a sh- little short notice here. Um, first up, uh, what do we want to talk about, guys? You want to talk about Sinister first? Since yeah, it's Halloween time, we got a week till Halloween, basically six days away by recording time. So um, we've been watching, trying to watch scary movies this month. And um, Mike, you watched Sinister this past week. And, yes. Uh, go I, ahead. I, yeah. Go ahead. I, uh... I read on it was kind of kind of went viral on Twitter, I guess, just a little maybe a tiny bit. They were they kind of announced Sinister as the scariest movie of all time because after right. a poll or something, or they did a study where it increased the heart rates of the viewers more than any other movie. So I decided to watch it, and it's been I I did watch it, and it's been. I've watched it before, but it's like it was like when it first came out, and I don't I didn't remember it that well. But once I started watching it, I did remember it. Um, um, well, this, few, yeah, this this movie just, came out first of it came out in 2012, which is eight years ago. And I'm surprised more people don't talk about this movie at Halloween. It stars Ethan Hawke and Juliet Rylance, along with Fred Thompson and. Uh, it's about a guy, he's basically he's a true crime writer, and he, uh, according to IMDB, and you can go into this more, Mikey, so he's just a washed up true, uh, true crime writer, he finds a box of Super 8 home movies in his new home that suggests the murder that he is currently researching is the work of a serial killer whose work dates back to the 1960s. Yeah, it's like, he... he I would just like to point out, like, he found that uh, the box of Super 8 film, like, in his attic, and it was all alone. Why would you go open that? There's, <laughs> there is no way I would, I would immediately toss that. I'd be like, no, no thanks. I, I ain't even playing anything in there. But, it might uh, be their old homemade, uh, you know. Well, yeah, that's probably yeah. what he's hoping for. He comes yeah, up. I mean... All, all the all the reels, I guess, were labeled with like they were innocently labeled like uh, uh, lawn lawn care or um, summer camp or whatnot or just <laughs> totally homework pay, uh, or, pile or home barbecue or whatever. So, <laughs> right. but, uh, and it all had different families in it, which is weird. But uh, so I just I guess. Uh, I took a few notes while watching it, and just what I point out, but what's made it scary. Um, I know in most scary movies, I kind of like watch the background. Like, it always focuses, like, it'll bring the protagonist or whatnot, or the. Yeah, okay, we could say protagonist. We, it'll bring them to the foreground, and then they always got something happening behind it. Like, especially in this movie, like, you get people walking across the hallway, or maybe, like, Creepy, something creepy in the background. So I always watch that, and that happened a lot. Didn't bother me though. And it's always dark in that house. It's always dark. Like, why don't you turn on the lights? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I would have the lights on. I unless I get ready for bed. I, but I know the basis is he usually if he when he when he writes a book about a true crime, he moves to the city where the crime occurs. Yeah. But in this instance, he moves into the house where the crimes have occurred, which there's no way I would. No, 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 no. I mean, and that's like, would you, if you knew that there were a murder going on in, in a house that you were yeah. looking at to buy, would you buy that house? I got a question. Are, are we are we white? Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's funny because his wife was like, um. He asked him, "Like, did we just move into a house that were two da- two doors down from the, the the where the crime occurred?" And he's like, "No." Like he answered he answered the question correctly. Like they didn't move in the house two doors down; they moved in the house. <laughs> she moved in the house. Where the crime yeah, 
So, so it like, doesn't get cooperation from the cops. I do. I do like to. I mean, it is a. It is a edge of your seat film. It really is, and and the, that build up. You know, it, it it builds up kind of slowly, which I like. It's more of like a torture kind of thing instead of, you know, getting right to the the hacking and the slashing sometimes. But um, I had it on my top five scary movies of all time, and <coughs> it's still one of my favorites. Um, I can't remember if it's on one of my, if it's on my list, but I know it's definitely up there as like one of the best. Like I, I meant to watch it this week, but just other things came up and I never got around to watching it. But it is like incredibly intense. It's definitely creepy because I, I think I wrote down like it was. I, I felt like it was kind of like a puzzle. Like even the viewers were trying. I don't think if you were watching it the first time, I don't think you could predict what was going to happen, or you didn't know who the killer was, or whatnot, or how it was going to go until the very end. Where you really saw what what was going on? Um, That's the one where there's like a demon. Uh, sh- should I spoil it? It's, it was 2012. Well, I mean, most people have probably seen it. I would say. Okay. But... Sinister is the one where like there's like a demon in the footage, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just 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 getting all my thoughts right because I keep trying to remember what happened in the movie. And I just can't seem to like put the movie. I always get Sinister and Insidious mixed up for some yeah. reason. Insidious is the kid, though, right? Yeah. Insidious is the one where like, he's stuck in like the dream world or something. Yes. Um, one interesting thing is the budget for the movie was $3 million, and they made close to $90 million back. For so that it, movie, really? Yeah. So it definitely made its money. Obviously. about that. I never realized it was such a low budget film, though. Oh no, me neither. But um, I mean, sure didn't have enough. They, they had to find some budget in there for lights. I swear to God, it was like it was like epi- <laughs> it was like episode three of uh, Game of Thrones. You couldn't see nothing. <laughs> it was terrible. Sh- I I don't. Is it what is it playing on any streaming platform for free, or do you have to rent it? I I actually like. I saw this news on Twitter, like it was like the uh, scariest, and then I was like, I was just flipping through the channels, looking at the guide, and I saw it was coming up, like it was about the show on a uh, what I forget what channel it was, uh, like Fox or something. Oh, really? So it was just kind of yeah. Like... So I I ended up recording it, so That's... I just watched it on my uh, DVR. That... on Amazon, Google, Apple. Yeah, it's it's a, it's probably it's it's on it's not free anywhere. It's all. You gotta pay. But, I mean, they're yeah, all they're all are on on every streaming service, which it's kind of exciting. I've got you know what streaming services I have. There are all kinds of movies, documentaries, uh, mockumentaries, which are fake, you know, fake documentaries that are made into movies on all streaming platforms. So there's plenty of scary stuff to watch out there. Um, whatever your taste is, whether it's Disney and you know Hocus Pocus, or you can like I'm on Amazon Prime now, and here's one called The Evil of Nowhere. It's a documentary that follows paranormal enthusiasts travel to a haunted farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. So, any anything that floats your boat from slasher films to family movies to ghost movies to documentaries, they've got you covered. Um, and speaking of got you covered and um, streaming services, it was announced <laughs> that the Charlie Brown cartoons, which is the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and a Charlie Brown Christmas, have been purchased and moved to Apple TV or Apple Plus. So you cannot see them on regular TV this year. Now, I don't know how disappointing. I mean, do I'm not sure. Do I always watch the Charlie Brown cartoons because I always have since I was a kid. And I'm guessing it's a push to get people to purchase the Apple Plus. But is it going to work? I'm not going to because I honestly don't care about the Charlie Brown movies or cartoons. 
but Charlie if you had, Brown's but, really but if you overrated, had, if, in my opinion. Hey, those cartoons are good. But, yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody knows he got a rock. Did you get rocks as a kid, trick-or-treating? And that's why you don't like <laughs> No, I... <laughs> Like, legit, we would have to watch, like, every year we had to watch, like, the Christmas special or the Halloween special or whatever the special was in, like, school. You know, like, yeah. they'd be like, hey, let's go watch a movie in the auditorium. And I, I was so uninterested, I fell, I fall asleep. <laughs> so, the, but, okay, so the question is, so I'm guessing they did this as a strategy move. I mean, but if you had kids, wouldn't you watch it with the kids? Or would you watch, like, I'd probably watch Scream with the kids, my kids. Uh, would, I, would I watch Charlie Brown if I had kids? Would you watch Charlie Brown if you had kids? Would you watch no, because I, I would let them watch something better. Wow. I, I'd put on like the Scooby-Doo Christmas special or something. What is? I'd be honest with that one. <laughs> I'd only watch it for Snoopy. They're decent cartoons. I enjoy it. <laughs> so what you're saying, so this is not going to drive people to get an Apple Plus subscription. <laughs> That is what you're saying. Yep. Apple because Plus what, is dead. They, because they're letting people, like, they're going to be on so you can sign up for Apple Plus, and they're, like, good for, like, a week. Wait, so, hold on. So you sign up for Apple Plus, and then you have to pay again to watch these things? No, 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 no. They're showing these episodes, and I'm going to guess it's going to be just this year. They're going to show these episodes free. Okay. But you have to sign up for Apple Plus. But I'm betting because of streaming services that you would have to sign up to watch them starting next year and the year after. They're not going to be free after after this year. I think it's just yeah. a way to get people to sign up for Apple Plus. Okay. I mean, I had I had Apple Plus for a year because I've got a I got an iPhone, and I like canceled my subscription like two months into it because I never watched it. I, I got a question for you guys with all these streaming services. Are you, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Because I know we've discussed this before, like in other, on other, like the other uh, podcast, like last year. Um, I didn't mean to bring it up, but whatever. Um, and I kind of had my mind changed and like, hey, you know, it's kind of a good thing, but it's getting to the point where I need to, I'm spending as much on like all my streaming services as I am on like, on like cable bills. Right. Uh, I'm I'm leaning towards the, it's a bad thing. Um, there's such a thing, maybe, maybe because it was when I was the time of the time I was raised. I don't know, but when you had less of a choice to watch, the better off you were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have a choice where I mean you can tell me, Chris, you gotta watch this show. It's it's awesome. I'll never get around to it because I'm too busy watching all these other shows. It's the same thing with like Raised by Wolves. I thought it was amazing and like finished it all the way through. And you gave it like one episode. I'm like, eh, I got other no, shows. It was to watch. two episodes. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, but still, you gave it like no time to let, uh, you know, marry. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. There's no. And I mean, there are some good. And how many shows out there that are really good that nobody's watching and that they've come on say Netflix or whatever, and they're on for a year and they're canceled. Plenty. I mean, there's gotta be plenty of them out there. So all this money is going to it. And I don't, I, I don't see how it can sustain itself. I mean, they're saying cable's dead and people are cutting the cord, but, but we're cutting the cord because we can't afford to have both. Right. Um, I, don't know, I do agree with kind of what we talked about before about how on a streaming service they have a better chance. Like a show has a better chance to survive on a streaming platform than it does on TV. On TV, if it has one bad like half a season, it's cut. It's it's done. But on a, on a streaming platform, like uh, oh, what's the show? There's been plenty of shows. I can't think of any shows right now that it's like it should have been ended like two seasons ago, but because it's on Netflix, they're giving it an extra season. Or something like, like that. Like Designated Survivor when they moved it from HBO yeah. to, to Netflix. But it only lasted a season, didn't it? Yeah, but that's one extra season than it probably, you know, would have gotten on TV anyways. Now, uh, what about Cobra Kai? Now, is 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 YouTube Red basically dead now? For the <sighs> most part, they've kind of changed it up. Because I, Cobra Kai was on YouTube Red, and now it's moved for season three. It has moved to Netflix. 
YouTube Reddit you... has been dead since they canceled PewDiePie season two. Scared well, there's no reason they they canceled <laughs> PewDiePie season two. They could easily bring it back. All right. Well, they but then the bridge to. incident will happen. No, it won't. But then you then you've got like Quibi, which was dead before it even started. I actually think Quibi is making a is like making a a, a name for itself now. I I'm telling you, those few shows that I watched on there were really good. And it Can I just up. say we're, we seem to be ahead of the curve on everything. We just don't get any of the credit. I like, right. <laughs> we're talking about Quibi, and I guarantee you, here in like a a few weeks, everybody's gonna be like, you know what you should do? You should get Quibi and watch the show. It's really good. Yeah. We only talked about it last month. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about Peacock too, but I don't know. Peacock is just CBS, it. isn't it? No, it's oh, NBC. Really? NBC. Oh, okay. Peacock is NBC. Oh, I see. Like CBS and I got, All Access. Okay. Yeah, I got CBS All Access just for Star Trek. But I think I'll 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 flip the coin and say I like I like streaming service because you don't get all those boring commercials, especially during now with all the political commercials. Screw all those. If you um, pay extra for now, a lot of them are like, hey, you either yeah. can pay t- nine bucks and get ads or pay 12 bucks and get no ads. Yeah. And then it gives it gives um, actors, actresses a spotlight that they maybe won't ever achieve in other like um, TV and other TV shows or whatnot. I mean. It gives them another avenue. And comedians, too. I mean, Netflix has tons of comedy specials sure. and whatnot. Well, like Amazon showing, because I'm on Amazon right now, is showing the new Borat movie. Yeah. Which have I didn't watch part of that. The, have I don't we ever gotten real. Dave Chappelle back without Netflix? Have we got what? Yeah. Would we have gotten another Dave Chappelle special without Netflix? I mean, true. And you had the Adam Sandler special. Yeah. He toured. And uh, that stand was on up Adam Sandler is, is electric. Oh, for sure. I think Chris Rock did one. Eddie Murphy, I think he did one too. Jim Jim Gaffigan is big on Netflix, and so is that uh, that That's Italian guy. Saying, but... uh, what's his name? Um, Santo. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I think so, uh, but I don't. I can't think of his name right now because it's Italian. Yeah. They, but they all get that's where they get that start. But it also it can be a killer. Didn't Amy Schumer do a, a Netflix show? Yeah, and it died. Good. So well, true. Yeah, it only takes so many vagina jokes. <laughs> true, and she was in some tight leather that did not look appealing. <laughs> I mean, like okay, so I've got three streaming services, which is one is temporary, which is Prime because I bought stuff on Prime Day and. So I got this free for 30 days. Um, then I got HBO and I got Disney. But I have other people watching those apps. So I'll probably keep those two. So I'll have to drop Prime. But I'm enjoying Prime because there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of documentary stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of one that came up, I was watching this uh, of Halloween movies. It's called Hell House LLC. And there's three oh, movies in this series. Those are really good. And I it's didn't like, see a, it, but when we were watching, uh, demon house it was like you might like this yes i'll check that out here it is it is good it is really good i highly recommend it it's like a fake documentary about these people that uh, build a haunted house in this old haunted uh hotel in new york and it is pretty good actually so um i highly recommend it actually no is that hell house or is that the other one? That was the other one where they go and look for. I don't know. I've watched so many. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, well, I've been you know stacking up on all the the horror movies. And the um, and since we're talking about streaming services and people staying at home, I'm going to segue into. Uh, I went to. I drove down to Indianapolis this past week to go see Rift Tracks. And they watched a movie called Jack O, which is, it is about this, uh, this, this guy with a pumpkin head that goes around with this, was it a scythe, a skith? Is that what it is? Scythe. 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 Yeah. So, I don't God. know. Anyway, so they, 
so um apparently so like this guy destroyed him he killed him back in the 1800s and he buried him on his land and uh the he comes back somehow he comes back to life so like the generational like the great great grandson is the only one who can kill this can kill this jacko pumpkin head guy and it's like a 12 year old kid and it was came out this movie came out in 1995 it was filmed in the Orlando area. It was filmed in Apopka and Zellwood. And it is horribly bad, which every Rift Tracks movie is. So I wouldn't even... I've oh. seen tons of Rift Tracks movies. I would not recommend watching this without the Rift Tracks. That's how bad it is. Well, they did Starship Troopers, and Starship Troopers is a classic. They did Starship Troopers, and it is great. And I can never look at that movie the same, though, now. <laughs> <laughs> But I can also, but you know, we also watch Jaws with Rift Tracks too. So, uh, if you remember. So, so how does Rift Tracks work? Because I mean, I've I've never watched one, but I've seen ads because I worked at the movie theater before, so I've always seen ads about them. But okay, so Rift Tracks is, it is born from the people of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. So yeah. Mystery, so if for those of you who don't know, Mystery Science Theater three thousand was a TV show in the nineties where these two mad scientists take this uh take this guy that works at uh that works with them and they shoot him in a rocket into space and they torture him with bad movies so instead of escaping he builds robot friends and him and his robot friends are forced to go into a theater at a certain time to watch these horrible movies and they comment and make fun of the movie while they watch it and we've all done that you know yeah We've all watched bad movies and made fun of them. So, it uh, when when that show ended, uh, they started Rift Tracks. You have the guy, you have basically you have um, the guys who did the robots and Mike Nelson. He's they do Rift Tracks. The guy who did the mad the two mad scientists, uh, which is Frank Conniff and Trace Bowyer, they are called the Mads, and they tour the country, and you can go see them perform live. Uh, I saw them perform at a Comic-Con in Elkhart, Indiana, where we watched a movie with uh, Chuck Connors. And uh, they do live riffing. And also, the original man shot into space, who was Joel Hogsett. Joel Hogsett, I think his name. Uh, he tours with Mystery Science Theater 3000. So you can see the robot guys and him. And uh, he did No Retreat, No Surrender last year at Clues Hall in Indianapolis. They tour live. Uh, but Rift Tracks is pretty much the staple. You can, they make fun of movies and you can actually, you can just download the audio of them making fun of the movie. So if you own the movie, you oh. can, so like, like everybody, like if you own Star Wars, any of the Star Wars movies, you can download the audio of them making fun of it and they'll tell you when to push play and they make fun of the movie while you watch the movie. Or like me, if you know the websites, you somebody's already synced them together, and you yeah. can you can watch uh, the movies. They do about three live shows a year where they uh, they create them at the Belcourt Theater in Nashville. They do them live, and then they send them out to uh, via satellite to to uh, movie theaters. Uh, so they had three planned this year, and they got the one in. It wasn't live. But it's still better than nothing. And it was like me and like six other people in the theater. Jeez. Oh, and that place was dead. It was Castleton, which, you know, Castleton's a big mall in Indianapolis. It's the main movie theater. So it's a pretty popular movie theater. It was a it was a it was a what a Wednesday night, but still there was nobody there. And I can't stress this enough. People have got to get back to the movie theater. You've got to get back to the movie theater. You buy candy, buy soda. Yes, it's expensive, but support your movie theater because everybody loves a movie with a $300 million, million dollar budget like all the Avengers movies. And if movie theaters die, these kind of movies are going to go away because what are you, how are they going to finance them? Because people aren't going to pay to watch them at home. They're not, uh, you're not going to have, I don't, I just don't see him paying $30, you know, like Chris, you know he lives, but he's Chris is by himself. He's not going to pay $30 for, 
for the movie to come out. He's going to wait till it comes out on stream for free. I know they would have if they would have made these movies like six bucks. I would I would have you know I would rent them ten bucks maybe even to rent them you know to watch them at home. Right. But thirty bucks, I understand. It's like hey, it's like a family of three type of thing is what it's kind of for. I'm like, nah, not really. Let's be honest with you there. I mean, do, not I, everybody I, is a family of three. Some of us is you know Chris lonely at home by himself right. watching movies. I won't. I won't do it either. I will not. Now, which Chris are we talking about? Both of us, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I won't do it either. And I mean, and that and th- that even comes into play. Like, if we're in this situation now, I mean, they've already pushed back Bond, and they've pushed back Top Gun, and they've pushed back Dune. The Quiet and Place. If, yeah, they pushed all those back. Are Are they going to say, okay, well, we've decided to, to do it on demand, and you can see Dune for thirty dollars? I am not paying $30. I wouldn't pay $30 to see James Bond. Exactly. That's what they're missing. So are they going to bank on... I mean, those movie companies rely on on box office to finance movies for the future. Are they going to rely on video on demand to finance these movies in the future? Is that going to be the goal? I, are, are, are people just are so are people just so used to sitting at home and not going out and going to the movies that they just quit going to the movies? I think my problem is there's not a movie that really makes me want to go out and watch it at a theater. At least not yet. I mean, the only thing that I that people might be interested in is maybe like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I know that's a popular one, even though I've never seen it. And right now, since it's, hol- since it's almost Halloween, The Conjuring, I mean, that's another one. But, I mean, they don't. there's not a lot on here that's well, uh, I mean, there's, attracting well, people. You know? No, there's not a lot of... I mean, the, the, well, yeah, you, like you said, you've got... You know, they're showing Boss Baby and Monsters, Inc. And, but you can watch these on demand. I mean, those aren't, yeah. are those really the movies that you go... Like, me and Chris went and seen Empire Strikes Back. That's a movie that people will go see. Last Christmas, we went to see Christmas Vacation at the movies. That, that theater was packed, if you remember. Yeah, it was... I haven't seen that packed since, like, the Star Wars or Avengers movies. Right. So, I mean, there are certain movies that they release that people will go back out and see. But... Um, I mean, you, the new movies we got out now, The Empty Man, Honest Thief, and The War with Grandpa. And then The War but, with Grandpa is the only one I'd be willing to go see. Right. And even that, I'm like, I can just wait till it's out. And then there's a new movie out called Come Play that starts this. It's on this Friday. And oh, then they're showing, they're showing Alita Battle Angel, Conjuring 2, and Monsters, Inc. and Nightmare Before Christmas. That's the other older movies. Those don't interest me. I don't want to see it. I... I I could care less if I go see those. And I've, because I've I've seen The Conjuring and I've seen The Conjuring yeah. too. So yeah. you know, that doesn't drive me back to the theater. Now if you want to show honestly, I don't I mean this is just me. Show old movies, show old Dracula movies, show the Bella Lugosi movies. People would probably go see those. Speaking of old Dr- Dracula movies, I was uh, at the museum. We were doing uh, Dark Pages, which is like a scary. It's I don't want to say it's a haunted ha- mansion at the museum, but it's kind of like just just like a scary story kind of. Uh-huh. And if, in like the waiting area before, like we took you on your tour, we were playing Nosferatu, and I sat there and actually watched Nosferatu for a while. Really, and it, you know, it was it was creepy in the sense that it was like just you know. Just his presence. Right. But I don't know. It, it's not a class. It's it, it's not, you know, nothing too scary. It's just. Well, no. But I mean, it, it was scary. In its, it was scary in its day. I mean, yeah. It's a drag for anyone Dracula. who doesn't know what Nosferatu is. It's like the original Dracula movie made in like the 20s or the 10. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? It's a silent film, isn't it? Yeah, it's a silent film. Well, I know Dracula with Bela Lugosi came, came out, out in 1922. Really? Yeah. And then Dracula with, well, when did it come out? It, Dracula came out in 31 with Bela Lugosi. 
Mm-hmm. It's an hour and 15 minutes. <clears throat> That's still a good movie. And I mean, even the original Frankenstein. And, you know, maybe show those kind of movies. Bring the Star Wars movies back. You know, like I said, we went to see Empire. We were excited to see Empire. How about Dirty Harry? Bring back those old movies. But, you know, get some older people to go out. They might see, oh, hey, Dirty Harry's playing at the theater. Let's go see it. Or, or it introduces people to those characters that are iconic, you know, movie characters from the history of film. Anything. Bring back Wrath of Khan, you know? I, I don't I don't know how to fix stuff like this, but you know, make make the movie th- make the tickets cheap. Put five dollar you know put five dollar tickets on them, and and you know then you'll make your money in uh, in concessions because if people pay less at the movie, they're more likely to buy food, you know. So, um, that's you know that's about. It's about all you can do, but I can't show. And didn't even Stephen King sh- like tweet about people need to go back to the theater? Did we not? No, have a tweet about- he, he tweeted that people shouldn't go back to the theater. No, he tweeted that we needed to go. I thought he tweeted Did we he? have to go. No, no, hold on. I'm going to look this up. I'm pretty sure he tweeted. I, I'm doing the same thing. So, but I don't know. We people need to start going back to the movies, but I don't think movie theaters are going to die. It's going to. It's gonna really kill off some of them, but um, sorry, I can't type and uh, talk at the same time because I suck. No, here it is, right here. His tweet. As soon as it loads up, I went to the movies last night, first time since February. No problem, social distancing. Saturday night, seven screens, four total customers, including me and my nephew. I feel terrible for the film industry. So yeah. yeah. And that was October 11th. He said that. So he. I thought he said something against it, or maybe it was no, no. He maybe said, there was someone else, some other big blue check mark that said something against it. <laughs> I'm sure there was. People always got something to say. Yeah, Unfortunately. <laughs> um. Should we talk about? Uh, the new Ghost Adventures episode. Yes, I do want to talk about that. So I haven't heard anything about it. Okay, so I know they usually do a Halloween special. So it's on Thursday, the 29th, This coming Thursday, uh, Zach Bagans has, like all of us during quarantine, we all flocked to Netflix to watch the Tiger King documentary. Most of us did anyway. Did we all watch it? I know I did. I watched it twice. Yeah, it was what? Such, sorry, the Tiger King. <laughs> the no, Tiger I still, King. I still haven't seen it because Dude, you've I got feel like to I watch I, it. I feel like it was ruined for me by everyone talking about it and the memes. No, you just got to watch it. Trust me on this. You have to watch it. It's funny because I feel like, uh, and I've heard this before. It's like I don't. Nobody thinks it should have even took off. But the only way it took off, like it did, went viral, just because everybody was in quarantine and it just sat inside. Uh, I, yeah, it's yeah, it's it just it grabs you by the balls and you just you will binge watch it. Like you can't stop watching it. That's that's the kind of of show it is. So, with that being said. Uh, there's a guy, <laughs> his name is Joe Exotic, and he had a zoo, a tiger zoo, and he called himself the Tiger King. And uh, Zach and the gang go to Joe Exotic Zoo for a ghost haunt, and apparently they've got some pretty uh, pretty big things coming out um, of the, of the uh, investigation. So I am very excited about this particular Episode. I would rather watch these than, I mean, I know they've been under quarantine, so it's probably hard for them to investigate anyway. Um, but they've been riff tracking their old episodes basically with Scream Room, where they go back and they review old episodes and talk about them. So um, I am excited for one. I'm excited for a new season and a new episode of Ghost Adventures. And also, we get an investigation at Joe Exotic. Uh, the Joe Exotic Zoo. I haven't watched Ghost Adventures in a while. I think it's because they stopped putting the episodes on Netflix. 
It's yeah, just, on the travel channel. Ain't you got cable? I do. I just don't like watching it with the ads. Like it, I wa- legit like the first five seasons when they were on Netflix. I like binge watched it all, and then I just couldn't watch it with ads. It just it just took me out. If you download it, if you download the Travel Channel app and watch it that way, if you watch it within like the first few days that it's aired, then you don't have ads and you just watch it straight through. Does she know she's an ad? So, <laughs> but uh, so, but I am excited about uh, Ghost Adventure starting back up again. We can all tell something we can get excited about. Um, That's an order. Yes, because Zach's the best one out there as far as uh, investigating and stirring the pot and getting these. I mean, we've only been saying that for three weeks, three four weeks now about Zach Vegas. I know he, he should be paying us. For the amount of time we talk about him, <laughs> you know. What are you I'm gonna just, say, monkey? I'm just curious to like what kind of evidence they can find there. I mean, the only person that I that at least I know that besides tigers, but what kind of I don't know if they can have ghosts or whatnot. But the only person that really possible to kill himself was the guy who killed himself there. Well, yeah, but, but they did they say that there were some bones. Supposedly, um, oh. I mean, Carol Baskin to kill her husband, so whacked him. But not don't tell me that it didn't zoo. happen. It's Carol not Baskin. to be there at that zoo. So. Yeah, she's down in Tampa. Old, old yeah. Joe Exotic, who ran for governor of Oklahoma, is in Oklahoma. He's in jail now because they said that he. That's what the documentary is about: is that he was going to uh he wanted to knock off carol baskin because carol baskin was a troublemaker and trying to get his zoo shut down and it's not just him it's there's doc antlays on there and he just got in trouble recently yeah Uh, if they don't have an interview with uh joe exotic himself then i if I ain't watching Ghost Adventures ever again. So, from what I understand, those you can write to Joe in jail, yeah. and you can sign the thing to try to get him pardoned by the president. Uh-huh. But if you write to Joe Exotic, he will write you back. <laughs> There's sure. a guy I know, the guy I used to work with, and uh, he wrote a letter to Joe Exotic, and Joe Exotic wrote him a letter back. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he signed it. So that's awesome. <laughs> you know, for all you autograph seekers out there, you want Joe Exotic's autograph? He'll write you. He'll even write your personal letter. So, uh. yeah. <laughs> Tell him Happy Halloween or and Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas. For yeah, the send, him, next, send him a Christmas card. I'm sure he for would the next like five him. years <laughs> or ten or however long. Yeah. He's... Poor guy. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Free Joe Exotic. I think, it's, I think it's a hashtag, actually. I'm sure it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> so um, okay. Anyway, so Travel Channel, this says Thursday night, watch Ghost Adventures. I just saw this news on Facebook as I was scrolling through looking for news. Um. IGN posted Ewan McGregor wore his Obi-Wan Kenobi costume on the Mandalorian set today. Ooh. So, ooh. Um, so they're, they're filming like season three or something? or I guess, yeah. Or maybe it was, they, they say was he's it not going to cameo. It's kind of just a surprise because they're uh, going to start filming. Uh, they're they're going to start filming Obi-Wan here soon. Uh, but speaking of, you know, Star Wars... Mandalorian season two starts up on Friday, the thirtieth. Dude, have you seen the new trailer for it? No, I'm staying away from all trailers. It looks the good though. I'm trailer more excited. looks really, really good. I'm more excited for this season than I was last season. I think I just hope I, it's... I don't care about that stupid Yoda puppet. I want to see some action. I really, you know, this is the way. That's just the way I feel about it. So, Gina Carano is looking especially. Uh, Attractive, in. Did they two. did they show uh, any of Ahsoka? Not that I remember, but I wasn't looking for her either. So, 
Okay, you you probably know who Ahsoka is, and I've I do seen... from from Rebels. Yes, yeah, she's the one with the white and orange chick, right? Yeah, and I would see a lot more, you know, stuff about it on Facebook, on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. People flipping out, but she does make an appearance in the season, allegedly. Alleged, allegedly, as Mister McAfee would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that starts up. This there's all kinds of stuff starting up here real soon. Um, I mean, just in general, even on like regular TV, I think I saw a commercial for. Uh, the new mom season premiere starts up November 11th. So we are starting to get some new programming, which is good. Um, so um, I'm very it's, excited about the Mandalorian this, this Friday. Yes. Speaking of a uh, uh, new program, did you guys see they had to shut down the Batman filming again? Someone, they had another outbreak <laughs> again. Cause I saw that they shut it down uh, like maybe a month or two ago. And then they, Restarted it back up, and then they so I, I just recently just—I'm pretty sure I read they had to shut it down again. What the heck? This is important. I know, right? They—they they can't release a trailer and not be like, and not be filming. Yeah. Plus, the goodest trailer that was. Yeah. Why and don't they just that... like? Why don't they just work the sickness into the movie? I mean, they've done this. <laughs> They've done this in the past when Shia LaBeouf broke his didn't Shia, he broke his arm or something or tore his arm up in a drunken automobile crash when they made the Transformers so they wrote it into the film. I don't know, but that's what they did for uh, Luke and his scar. That's right. In Empire Strikes Back, you are correct. And also, there was a there's an old film with an actor by the name of Jim Michael Vincent. He was on TV's <laughs> Airwolf. I was a huge Airwolf fan. I loved that. That was a great. TV show. Anyway, so he was a drunken alcoholic, and he uh, got in a car accident. He was drinking and driving and got in a car accident. And he was supposed to get beat up in the film anyway. Well, <laughs> his injuries to his face looked worse than what any makeup artist could have done to him. So they just, that's how they filmed him. So wow. in the, whatever this particular movie is, I forget which one it is, he uh, is She's just all beat up and scarred up and purple and swollen from a car accident. And it's all like real. So. <laughs> uh, there's a, so. I know going a little off topic, but there's a Rick and Morty episode with, I forget what episode it was like season three or two. And they were like making fun of Jan, Michael, uh, whatever. Jan, Michael Vincent. Yeah. Jan, Michael Vincent. And I had to look up who he was. And apparently he was, like, on the rise and could have been, like, a big actor if, like, stuff didn't happen like that. Yes. So he was in a TV show in the 80s called Airwolf. And it was very... It was a, it was a, it was a popular TV show. That was part of Camus. He was a... It was a... Uh, he, uh, he, he basically he stole this helicopter this with all these... <laughs> all these cool uh, rockets on it and... He, he hid it out in the middle of the desert, and he was like a secret agent kind of thing. And he would go on a, he would go on missions with for this this uh, as a secret agent and use this helicopter. And it was very popular, but um, they uh, it was well, it was only on for three seasons, but it was still a pretty popular show. And I think he left basically because he saw the writing on the wall. He could have been an action star. But he just, he's in Hooper. I think he was in Hooper with, uh, yeah, he was in Hooper with uh, Burt Reynolds. So he was just, he was just in those basic, any kind of, he wasn't like super popular, but I think Airwolf was going to launch him into a, a better situation. But he was, he'd show up at the set drunk all the time and high. He was on pills. And it basically I mean, what's his career. What's the difference between him and other actors then? <laughs> well, it affected his work. <laughs> kind of like who's the other guy? The guy that was in Heat, and uh, he was in um, he was in Point Break, uh, 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 and he was in Keanu Reeves. No, <laughs> he was in Saving Private Ryan. Patrick uh, Swayze. No, Patrick Swayze was not in Heat. Patrick Swayze is a uh, gift from God. Patrick no, Tom Sizemore. Tom Hanks. Tom Sizemore. 
Don't know ruined his. Is. He was in Heat. He was in Saving Private Ryan. He was in Point Break. He's been in a lot of different movies. Anyway, um, his drug and alcohol fueled. Uh, he was in Black Hawk Down. He was in Strange Days. He was in Red Planet. Um, I know who you're talking about. Once he's got a Black pretty good mugshot. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean that, that that ruined his career, and I think it did the same thing to uh, uh, Mickey Rourke. And these no, guys. He was in Expendables. He's good. <laughs> he didn't look the same. He was also in the wrestler, which is oh, that's yeah. a very good movie, actually. Yeah, where he plays a washed-up wrestler. Uh-huh. That's a very good movie. Um, but uh, you know, just another one of those. I mean, some guys get away with being drunken buffoon alcoholics. I mean, it almost killed uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Iron I mean, Man was like his redemption. That was his his redemption because he, I mean, he was hot in the eighties. I mean, of course, he did all like he was in Weird Science, and then he was in Less Than Zero, um, and but and he was on a season of Saturday Night Live. Did you know that? Yeah. So he was pretty hot young actor at the time, but he was such a, a you know a whack job. Didn't he get bust? Didn't he get caught like running naked in a neighborhood or something because he was high? Um, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. But... And he was up for, he was nominated for an Oscar for, uh, Chaplin. He played Charlie Chaplin. If you've not seen that as a great performance, I highly recommend seeing Chaplin. Um, but yeah, he was basically, a, a, a he was, he was, nobody wanted, nobody would touch him in Hollywood. He was like, no, we don't want him. He's not reliable. We can't count on him for anything. Till, like you said, Iron Man redeemed him. Because he is a really, really good actor. Yeah. Um, his movie he did, like, in between the Iron Man movies, when he was, like, a warrior. Uh, that, was a, that was one of his best films. I forget what it's called. Like, it's got his dad in it, too. Robert Downey Sr.? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Hold on. Let me look it up. Really? No. I thought it did. Um, oh, he did the Sherlock Holmes movie too, didn't he? Yeah, and I I can't wait for the new one. There's supposed I, to be a third one coming. The Judge is what it was called. Oh, that didn't is have his dad it, in it. That had I could have sorted. No, oh, it's Robert Duvall. Robert Never mind. Duvall. That is a, you know they filmed that here in Indiana. Yeah, I know. That's oh, a really? Great movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen awesome. it. Awesome. This is a great. Yeah, the Judge is a great movie. And then, of course, Due Date. You cannot discount Due Date either. I, that was one of the Zach first movies Gilson. I bought on, on Blu-ray. That's a great movie. They're so funny together in that movie. And of course, he was in uh, Tropic. <laughs> he was in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Where he? I was he trying became, to think of a quote. That he I became said. black for the. Did he become black like? For yeah. The, he, he's a dude playing another dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> he did Zodiac, which is a good movie. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. I mean, just I mean, people. we could just sit here and gush over Robert Downey Jr. all day. Well, you guys could. I'm just saying he's just in a lot. He's in Bowfinger. Bowfinger is a funny movie. That's one of Eddie Murphy's under most underestimated movies. But he was just he just he didn't do a lot of. His role, really, one of them that brought him back, because he did Chaplin in 92. Um, he was also in Natural Born Killers as a Jerry Springer type of uh, TV host. And uh, he follows the, them. He follows Mickey and Mallory. Is it Mickey and Mallory? He follows them around and uh, as their serial killers. Hey, Tom Sizemore is in that movie, too. How about that? <laughs> so if you have not seen Natural Born Killers, uh, it's an Oliver Stone film. It's about the glorifying of serial killers or murderers, you know, and it, how they glorify them on TV and the news is really how it started. And uh, it's, it's right when it started where they started uh, to glorify killers and murderers and stuff. And you had people like Robert Downey Jr.'s character. 
praising them, you know, with, as a talk show host. He plays like a Australian talk show host. Wayne Gale is his, his character. So be sure to check out those movies as well. Shall we take to sports? We should go to sports. We don't have much, but... Just the ending of the game four of the World Series last night, where the Dodgers pulled a Bill Buckner. <laughs> which, ironically, yesterday was the 36th, 35th, 34th anniversary of the Buckner game. Where the, What's where the he, Buckner game? Okay, so... Backstory on this. Okay, so the Boston in 1986, the Boston Red Sox and the um, New York Mets are playing in the World Series, right? So I heard this as I took a tour of Fenway Park. They told me this story. So um, all the all they have to do is get one more out, and the Red Sox are the World Series champions. Okay, it's Game Six, I believe. It's Game Six. And the, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, oh, it was, uh, I don't want to say Mookie Betts, but it's not, Mookie <sighs> it's not, it's not Mookie Blaylock either. Uh, it's Mookie Wilson hits a ball. I think it's Mookie Wilson hits a, hits a routine grounder to first base. All Buckner has to do is field the ball, touch first base and the game is over. So the ball rolls through his legs and he muffs it. And the red, the, the Mets score, they win game six of force of game seven, and then they win game seven of the world series. Okay. Now the astonishing story behind this is that, um, Bruce Hurst was a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Now, everybody is superstitious as anything because at the time, up until 2004, you had the curse of Babe Ruth. We all heard about the curse of Babe Ruth, right? So Bruce Hurst is having a spectacular World Series. So before the game is even over, they announced Bruce Hurst on on the, the scoreboard at Shea Stadium. Bruce Hurst, 1986 World Series MVP. But you cannot be the MVP of the World Series unless your team wins which was a little premature, obviously, because the Red Sox did not win the World Series that year. But if you take the letters of Bruce Hurst's names and throw them on the Soul Train scramble board, it spells out B. Ruth Curse. How about that? (laughs) So so 36, 34 years ago last night was was the Buckner game where he basically blew the World Series for the Boston Red Sox. And the curse of the Bambino continued on until 2004. So last night, it was, it was a, basically it was a sacrifice fly, wasn't it? Out to right field. They muffed the... They, 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 it was, well, it was, yeah, it was a sacrifice, but it was a base hit. So they muffed the throw. They muffed, they muffed the fielding of the ball, and the ball gets away. So they throw it to home. They've got the guy coming home in a pickle because the Rays tied the game up. And uh-huh. with with this with basically with the base hit, they tied the game up. The guy running third to home would have would have scored the, the game winning run. So they get they throw the, the ball to uh to the catcher. The catcher takes the ball, swipes it over home plate. When he swipes it over home plate, he loses the ball. So the guy who they might have in the pickle from third to home gets up and slides into into home plate, and that's it. That's the end of the game. From what I could tell, there was no need for him to swipe the his glove, no. right? No, yeah. there was no need whatsoever. So is it to, you know, everybody's such a conspiracy theorist with people got money on games more, more often than, than now, or is it just another Bill Buckner incident? 34 years on. Maybe we can forget about the Buckner incident. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you can never forget about the Buckner incident. But Google Buckner, Google Big Bill Buckner 1986 World Series, and you'll see it. And it was also featured in Fever Pitch, starring Jimmy Fallon. Um, he, tortures oh, himself. he tortures himself with the Buckner play. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> so um, that is so they've so that series is tied up two two as of right now. It probably just started fifteen twenty minutes ago since we're recording. Uh, game five is on now, and that's our from Arlington, Texas. So we've got that going on. Then you have we can't not talk about the NFC East. It's not Can the not? East. It's the least. Hey, two to zero. So who's up? Dodgers. It's still the first. Okay. Jeez, they always score first, but they don't you, make. You know what? I would have won a hundred dollars on a parlay less yesterday if the Dodgers won. <laughs> oh no, dude! They led most of that game. I they know. Started, they started out two nothing. So I had I had it was over a hundred dollars in my in my pocket right there. <laughs> And then someone had to mess it up, and I've actually kind of been pissed. Well, there you go. Then you, there you go. The Buckner play, two thousand twenty. Um, so we can talk about the. So the Eagles sit atop the NFC East at two, two four and one. <laughs> yeah. The Cowboys are in second at two and five, and the Washington Redskins. Uh, oh, football sorry. team. Washington is two and five. As it sits right now, if the playoffs began right now, the Eagles would host a playoff game. That's bonkers. So to me, I think we should just go back to three divisions. Like, (laughs) get three, uh, uh, yeah. Three to go back to three divisions instead of four. Two of those teams and then put in the, the either, what was the, the XFL teams put in the two best <laughs> XFL teams. No, well, no, but the problem it, it's almost okay. So if you win your division, you 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 host a playoff team, a playoff game. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, that's how it always has been. I know, but maybe we shouldn't do that anymore because they don't even belong in the playoffs. And what's the point of winning your division? Because when you got... because when you when you when you're like when you're four and tw- when you're four and twelve. And you're going to the playoffs, and there's a eleven and five team out there that can't make the playoffs because you're four and twelve, and you get to go. There's something well, wrong. Maybe with that eleven stuff. and five team should have won their division. <laughs> well, they finished second in their division, but you know the other teams were twelve and four, and they lost out to a team that is, you know, four and twelve. So that's kind of crappy. That's very crappy. I don't Maybe they should just do better. Huh? Maybe they should just do better. Maybe you should have a 500 record to be allowed into the playoffs. If you can't make 500. Yeah. <laughs> but in the last few years, didn't we have a 7-9 and nine team make the playoffs? Yeah, that was the year of the uh, the Marshawn Rumble. The what? The what? Yeah, well, when the uh, Seahawks made it at 7-9, and nine, that oh. was the year Marshawn Lynch... Ate up the Saints defense. Oh, I see. For the Marshawn Rumble or whatever it's called. That, did that start the the Saints' bad luck in the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> past few seasons they've always had that one play that just ruined. Ruined. And, I mean, they should have never been put in the spot. You know, they were down. They 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 should never have let the Rams be that close if they wanted to win that game. Let's yeah. be honest. So, and I, it is a bad day for a team to be named after a animal, unless you are the Detroit Lions. Did you see this play? So, the Falcons, <laughs> the Falcon, it, it, you just the Falcons have been falconing all year long. Uh-huh. They can't get any more bad luck. So today, so Todd Gurley, they're, they're Falcons are driving down the, <laughs> the Falcons are driving down the field. And if they score a touchdown, they take the lead. But they don't. <laughs> they, they don't want to take. They don't want to score too early because they don't leave time on the clock. So Gurley, Todd Gurley, runs the ball right, and he's trying to stop before he gets to the goal line, and he trips and stumbles and falls into the end zone. And, oh my gosh! Makes the go-ahead touchdown right, but it gives Detroit too much time, and <laughs> freaking Stafford throws a a touchdown with 11 seconds left in the game and the lions beat the Falcons. <laughs> it's like the, uh, 
I'm not too mad because I have Todd Gurley on one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> but so it doesn't bother me. But don't get that close to the Colt line if you're gonna stumble and fall into the end zone. Well, he's done it before when he was with the uh, the Rams. The Rams you know, stopped right before the touchdown. Right. <laughs> so I found that quite humorous. So it's 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 been an interesting football season. Uh, who else? Uh, the the Titans missed a forty six yard field goal, a forty six yard field goal, and lost to the Steelers in the last seconds of the game. The oh, Steelers kind of a bad look for Goskowski. There's the Steelers are un, are they the only undefeated team right now? No, no, it's the I think. Oh wait, no, I thought the Bears were undefeated. But. No, they've lost a game. Yeah, it's so Colts. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the crazy part. Like the Patriots got blown out this uh, by the by the 49ers today. So any it's like any team can win on any given day, really. You know, you don't know which team's going. The Raiders got blown out at home. They got beat forty five twenty by the uh, Tampa Bay. So you really don't know which. I mean, the Raiders gave the Chiefs their first loss, also. Exactly. That's what doesn't make sense. And then. The Chiefs. Did you catch the game today? The Chiefs and the, the Broncos. No. Uh huh. Did you? See the the flea flicker was my favorite play of the game. Who won? Oh, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh yeah. Was, it was a nightmare. Denver couldn't. Yeah. Do so Denver does a flea flicker, right? <laughs> so yeah. He runs towards the he runs towards the line of scrimmage and flicks the ball back to the quarterback and he throws it over his head. <laughs> so the Chiefs recover that fumble and turn that into a touchdown. <laughs> it's just. It's, <laughs> Which I hate the Broncos anyway, so I'm glad. Because, but I don't like the Chiefs either. But the Raiders beat the Chiefs. So I'm okay. I mean, you're a Raiders fan, so I wouldn't. You know, it's hard to root to for like... either team, but it, it's when it's a comedy of errors for the Broncos. I'll take that all day long, regardless of who they play. Seahawks is the other undefeated team. Oh, okay, they play the Cardinals. And they just uh, scored because I got a notification. Yeah. Because I have a face, <laughs> and uh, the Jets is the only winless team. <laughs> That's right. It's the second time since like 2004, I believe. I read that somewhere. Um. So the Jets are very Jet-like. Uh, I, I mean, like the Jets are the new Browns. The Browns. So did you see the stat that Baker Mayfield put up today? No, I one saw he's had a game one, touchdown. one interception and no yards at the end of the first quarter. But they still and won. What? He threw five touchdowns in the game. So, um, but did you see that uh, Odell might be hurt? I think he has a, a injured knee. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, who didn't uh, Antonio Brown just sign with? Did you say with Tampa? The Bucks. Yep, the Bucks. What a piece of crap. Oh, crunk. God. Oh, Owen, the Jets yeah. are 0-7, second time in franchise history. The other time was 1996. But, yeah, he signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers, and that just makes me – that just creams my corn. I just <laughs> can't stand him. What a jerkwad. He jerked the Raiders around all last year. The only reason oh, he did yeah. that was so he could get out of uh, Pittsburgh. I just hate people like that. He ranks up there with, uh, I can say this, he ranks up there, in my opinion, with uh, uh, Randy Moss. So, so maybe call Tim. He's that kind of, go ahead, I don't care, because he's that kind of player. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what's going on. So, it's been a crazy football season. And then I guess we can throw out my... Uh, as a racing fan, my season is over with the season finale today on the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida. The Indy cars, um, it was down to the wire for the championship between Joseph Newgarden and Scott Dixon. Newgarden did what he had to do. He won the race, but Scott Dixon finished third. So Scott Dixon won his sixth IndyCar championship, which is puts him in pretty amazing company. A.J. Foyt is a seven-time IndyCar champion, so he has one championship away from tying A.J. Foyt. And Mario Andretti only won four IndyCar championships, so that tells you the kind of uh, kind of people he's, he ranks up there with as probably one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. 
Um, it, it was a race that nobody wanted to win today. Uh, Alexander Rossi, the 2016 Indy 500 winner, led like 60 laps. And uh, yeah, he just lost it in turn one and hit the wall for no reason. And then the whole comedy of errors continued. His teammate, James Hinchcliffe, spun uh, on a yellow flag and uh, knocked his front wing off. And he could have won the race. And their teammate, Colton Herta, drove into the tires. So he could have won the race. So it was just as, what was it? Uh, Paul Tracy, IndyCar uh, champion Paul Tracy, does announcing for NBC Sports, says, we haven't seen anything this bizarre since the Tiger King which I think is one of the greatest quotes I've heard Patrick say. So that's how crazy uh, that was. Thank God IndyCar season's over. There were 20,000 fans allowed in the into the race today. So they did good race in front of people. So that's good. And in five months, they will be racing back on the streets of St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg, Florida is usually the season opening race. And uh, they got it pushed back till the end of the season. So... In a short five months, they'll be back on the streets of St. Pete. Uh, Google it. Look it up. Go to it. It's a great race. It's a lot of fun. It's a very carnival, circus-type atmosphere. So if you've never been to a street race before, I highly suggest it. And IndyCar's put the best show on uh, as far as racing is concerned. So there you go. So there's your IndyCar wrap-up for 2020. They're supposed to yeah. test at... Uh, we're supposed to test at the Speedway this Thursday, so I, since my schedule is four days a week, I was able to trade with somebody who had Thursday off, so I have Thursday off, and I look at the forecast, and it's a 90% chance of rain for this Thursday, so yeah. I will probably not be going down to the Speedway this Thursday to watch IndyCar testing, so... That's basically, I think that's all I've got. Um, I got nothing else for y'all. Does anybody else have anything they want to add to the program? Nothing official. I got got a shower thought. Do we have a shower thought, Mikey, please? We always got. I'll try to keep it spooky. (laughs) So, if a morgue worker dies... They'd still need to come into work one more time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, we end it on that note. For the worker who goes to the work one last time, please check us out on all uh, uh, available streaming platforms we are on. We may be expanding to more. Uh, Chris, you don't know that yet, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> we might be explaining well, platforms. If anybody well, wants us on anything else, just let us know. Like yes. we're open to doing it. But you, right now, we are on YouTube. We are on Apple, uh, iTunes, and uh, and uh, Spotify, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You can hear us on all those platforms. And as nerds go, that's us. And we're the true Hoosier nerd today because we're all from Indiana in the small. Yeah, not yeah. that, not that uh, imposter Tim. <laughs> not the imposter Tim. He's no. super sus. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you ever want to go to Kokomo and see Mikey and the two Chris's, you'll never have to ask, who's your nerds? Jesus. <laughs>